Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman. Um, I hope it's your time to pause and reflect, uh, maybe get a few little nuggets of wisdom that you might find of benefit and ways to resource yourself in this at this busy time. I don't know about you, but I do struggle sometimes in the month of January. And the weather is particularly bad today as I'm recording this. And of course, we've just passed Blue Monday, that third Monday in January, supposedly the most depressing day of the year. Of course, last week's episode was all about conquering the January blues. And if you've not checked it out, give it a listen, because there are some good handrails in there for for navigating the month of January. Uh, This week's topic maybe follows up on that theme. It's all about escaping the rat race. And what prompted me to explore this as a topic or to to label this week's podcast episode escaping the rat race was i about 10 days ago i had to cross the city in rush hour traffic which is something that i don't normally have to do but i had a commitment on the other side of the city and normally it takes me about 10 minutes in normal traffic you know and of course with rush hour i knew i had to factor in a lot more time than that but it took me 45 minutes to get into the city center and you know for you know, I'm blessed because I don't have a regular hard commute. And for some people, it's their daily reality and they commute a lot longer than, you know, 45 minutes or an hour. And I was looking at some of the faces in the cars and on the buses and even the brave souls on the bicycles and the scooters. And the weather wasn't particularly great. And I'm sort of thinking, gosh, you know, I'm sure they just want to be somewhere else. That was a thought that came through my mind. And the term rat race popped into my head as well. You know, all of that striving and pushing and um, efforts to achieve and to pay the bills and, to, uh, you know, running uphill almost. And, uh, and, and I felt very great sympathy and empathy for people just trying to get somewhere else built up in the, in the congestion of traffic. And and particularly, I think, at the beginning of the year, when maybe we're thinking about, you know, New Year's resolutions or something new for the year ahead. But yet the daily reality can be a bit of a drudge for many people. You know, the term rat race, if I think about it, conjures up, you know, images of the unfortunate rodent scurrying on a wheel and it keeps striving, but it never arrives. You know, the wheel keeps spinning. And we can, I mean, myself included, we can all feel like that rat sometimes trapped in a seemingly endless and sometimes seemingly pointless pursuit that is devoid of any real meaning. You know, so what's the cure? How do we escape the rat race? And that's something that I'm going to explore in this week's episode. I'm a great fan of the work of Abraham Hicks. I'm sure some of you have come across the teachings of Abraham Hicks. It can be fairly far out there stuff, but for me, it is very much cutting edge of personal and spiritual development. Stick Abraham Hicks into YouTube and you'll get a lot of resources. But one of the things you'll also get when you tune into some of those videos are the ads, you know, those annoying ads that keep popping up. And some of them connected with the Abraham Hicks videos are all to do with affiliate marketing. And I was laughing recently when I was doing a bit of research on this week's podcast episode that for many people in affiliate marketing, they sort of use that analogy of escaping the rat race as, a, as an advert for their business. And um, so I'm just going to say up front, that's not one of my tips here. Um, passive incomes or affiliate marketing whilst they are avenues to explore if that's what rocks your boat for me when it comes to escaping the rat race it starts with much more of a mindset 
and, uh, and a sense of possibility. So the first point I want to share with you around escaping the rat race is trying as best we can to lean out of cynicism and lean a bit more into curiosity. You know, so what do I mean by that? You'll never escape the rat race unless you believe that your life could be different than what it currently is. And that starts by getting curious around what's possible for you. Unfortunately, you know, if someone cannot drop the mindset of cynicism and scepticism, and let's remember that they're self-protection mechanisms anyway that are ultimately rooted in fear. Um, but if we cannot drop them, uh, we cannot shake off that feeling of helplessness or powerlessness. And I think that is when we do feel truly trapped. You know, if you're not even willing to question the status quo and how things could be different or where maybe there's wiggle room for some change, well, then nothing will change. You know, the sad truth, and I found this myself and I found it with people I've come across over the years, you know, is that many people do feel stuck in the rat race mainly because at some point they've given up on their dreams. Um, and before you can draft a successful escape plan, you do have to see beyond your current reality and get into that place of possibility, curiosity, and even dreaming again, dreaming as to what could be different. I think it's at the beginning and at the end of the movie Pretty Woman, that old classic with Julia Roberts, uh, although it is based on the Cinderella story and there's a few underlying misconceptions within it but that's for another day but I think at the beginning and end of that movie uh, there's a person who lives on the streets in LA and he walks around just shouting at people what's your dream what's your dream and of course it works as uh, as bookends to the movie but it's it's also a question that sometimes we uh, forget to ask ourselves or ponder as adults what's your dream you know or variations of it what would you like your life to be like how would you like to be spending your days? Of course, the lazy answer to a lot of that is the lotto win. And whilst money is always making life easier, it's never the ultimate solution. It does give us more choices. But as ever, when we're thinking about goals and dreams and ambitions, you know, it's useful to do some thinking, not just with the head, but with the heart and with the gut instinct too. You know, I've, I've not yet met anyone who doesn't really have an inkling deep down of something that they would love to do or at least try. You know, those old whispers that we hear every so often, you know, we try to bury them, but we don't die. Um, for, for many people, the, the struggle or the challenge in this area can be, you might have an idea as to what it is you want or what it is you'd like, but the how to follow through on it is not as obvious. Um, but if we focus clearly enough on the what and why that's important to us, the how tends to come into focus when we begin to move forward with our dream or our goal. You know, if you think about it, if you cannot envisage uh, an alternative future, a different way of being, a different reality, how can you take steps towards it? You know, it's the old analogy of the dart thrower trying to hit the treble 20 and not knowing where the dartboard is or how will you know you're on the right path unless you can see the the destination or have some sense of it in terms of where you are going um so what do we do to allow ourselves to dream again well i'm a great fan of the walt disney quote you know our dreams are just the previews of life's coming attractions now of course we need to give ourselves time and space just to get into that um possibility thinking and it's difficult to do it if we're feeling low or down or frustrated you know we cannot come up with solutions to problems when we're still very much focused on the problem, if that makes sense. Um, but I know something that always works for me, and it's something that I share with uh, clients, 
is that whole concept of contrast. Now, I'm old enough to know when uh, you got a television in the past, you used to have to tune it in, and one of the buttons was the contrast button. And uh, by paying attention to it or adjusting it, ultimately the picture gets clearer. So by contrast, I mean, what would I like more of and what is it that I would like less of? And that's often how we pull ourselves or navigate forward. So if I'm not quite sure as to what it is I do want, I can probably start with what it is I don't want and then turn it on its head. That's what contrast is. But if we're looking at ways to move beyond current reality, the the current status quo, the rat race, as, as it were, we start by creating some sort of blueprint, some idea as to what I would like to be uh, different. You know, think of anyone, think of any designer, any architect, you know, a house just doesn't appear. The chair just didn't appear. It started off in someone's mind and then they took steps forward to create it. Another area to contemplate as part of the wider theme of escaping the rat race is fueling your soul. Now, what do I mean by that? It's a phrase that I love to use, fueling your soul. It's what lights you up on the inside. It resources you. It gives you energy. Sometimes I would like to think that this weekly podcast, Your Time with James Weekman, is perhaps an opportunity for you to fuel your soul as well. So after listening, you you know, you, you plug out the earphones and you're, you, there's a little bit more of a pep in your step or you feel a little bit lighter almost. But for, for many people, and I've come across this with, with many clients over the years, you know, there's also almost that bit of um, that sense of dying a little bit more on the inside every day whilst you're stuck in traffic, you know, commuting to a job, you know, that at best you tolerate. Um, I'm a great fan of um, the Harry Potter movies, and all of the, you know, anyone who's a fan of those movies will know about Horcruxes and Voldemort and uh, the concept of splitting your soul. And that sort of sits in here as well. I think sometimes the opposite of alignment is, is that we can feel very fractious and we've bent over backwards and everyone wants a piece of us. And we've forgotten what we want for ourselves. And the way to, to heal that um, is around fueling your soul. Um, you know, for, for most people, certainly for me, escaping the rat race is not always about radical changes. It's just about adjusting how we view our lives. You know, it's like a pair of binoculars that have gone out of focus rather than viewing our current situation through a, through a lens of maybe fear or scarcity. How could I view current circumstances through a different lens, maybe one of appreciation of what is or gratitude? I was trying to do that the other week when I was stuck in traffic. I said, well, at least I've got a commitment here to go to. Isn't it great that someone wants to meet with me? Uh, that conversation will be useful. You know, am I thankful that I have a car here which, you know, allows me to get from A to B, uh, that I have the money to tax it and insure it, which is also up in January, which is always a big bill, you know, and to put fuel into it. Uh, but sometimes we can forget to put fuel into ourselves as well. You know, for me, that phrase fueling yourself beautifully sums up those activities, those moments that simply make us feel alive or come alive. And it's always worth connecting with them more consciously just to resource or even inspire ourselves. But it also lays the groundwork for thinking more creatively, thinking about possibilities, connecting with that sense of curiosity and dreaming again. So if you think back over the last few months, uh, maybe times when you felt happy or joyful or where you felt energized or alive. You know, what was going on on those occasions? Oftentimes I find when I contemplate those moments, they're usually not moments that involved handing over a big amount of cash. You know, it wasn't necessarily leaving a department store with a bag in my hand. 
um, it might be going for a walk in nature, you know, or for me, it's often curling up with an inspirational book or a, a, a magazine, uh, leading, listening to some good music, dancing, tuning into a podcast, watching a YouTube video, something that I always enjoy. And I, I'm always saying I should make more time for it, you know, is to visit a museum or an art gallery. And most of them are free, you know, or just connecting with the with a friend where you know you'd have a good upbeat conversation. You know, let's face it, the rat race is exhausting. And even if we have to stay in it for at least the short term, always useful to have ways of resourcing ourselves. The last point to consider when we're looking at this wider theme of escaping the rat race is to acknowledge that for the vast majority of people, it's really about evolution and not revolution. You know, we all know the phrase that if nothing changes, everything stays the same. Now, I know in the past I've worked with some clients who've made some big changes in their lives or even some colleagues who have, you know, taken some radical steps to adjust things. It's like enough is enough and I'm now making the decision to do something differently. But for the vast majority of us, it's about taking small, regular steps, which over time leads to the change that we seek. I often use the analogy here of a big cruise ship or a cruise liner you know, difficult for it to stop and turn around in a, in, in a moment because there's direction and there's momentum. But an adjustment to the keel, you know, changes course by a small percentage. And then over a period of time, uh, the direction has entirely changed. I often think that time is a factor to consider here, too, because most of us can dramatically overestimate what we can do in a short period of time, but underestimate what changes can be instigated over a longer time period. You know, sometimes if we are looking for change, it's like, let me contemplate what would I be reaching for and what would I have to let go of? Oftentimes we're having to let go of comfort zone and the safety and security that sits within it. Uh, practically, it could mean putting some time and effort into a hobby that just brings you more enjoyment, maybe at the weekend. Uh, if you have ideas about getting a new venture, a new business idea off the ground, sometimes that means putting some effort into it at night time. Maybe it means instigating some new conversations with people, uh, doing a little bit of research, volunteering your time. But the point is that you're leaning into or putting energy into something new and different. And the very fact that you're aware that you're doing that means that I'm taking back control. One of the things that I found is that when we feel stuck, we don't feel as if we're masters of our own destiny again, that we're reacting or responding to events all the time. So oftentimes when we're looking to escape the rat race, what we're really looking to do is look for ways of being more proactive in our own lives, to be more conscious and to and to take back control where I feel a little bit more empowered and a little bit more of, how would I say it, master of my own destiny. That point around having conversations is an interesting one, because one of the things that I found in working with clients over the years is that change is really always about instigating new conversations. Maybe it's new conversations in my own head to start with, uh, maybe viewing current situations through a different lens. Maybe it's gratitude, learning, sense of possibility, seeing the current reality as a platform for growth, one that contains gifts of wisdom. And if I can harness those gifts of wisdom, maybe I'm more empowered to move on or maybe I'm having conversations with other people um, uplifting conversations or learning conversations where you can get someone's input into something you know very few 
of us will be doing something or interested in doing something that hasn't been done before. So can I have a conversation with someone who has escaped the rat race or set up a new venture or, you know, changed their their working routine down to three days a week? You know, ultimately, it will always come down to having different conversations with people. But those conversations, of course, start in our own heads. And so my question for you to contemplate in that area is, you know, what what new conversation could you instigate uh, in the next week? Because new conversations, new questions will always lead to new ideas and new insights. Of course, I can't believe my annual flagship workshop, SOAR 2020, is now just over a week away. There are some tickets still available through Eventbrite. So if you just search for SOAR or SOAR 2020, uh, you'll get access to the tickets. They're €65 plus fees, and that includes refreshments. And as I mentioned in previous episodes, this year marks the 10th consecutive year of SOAR. So we're starting the evening with a little glass of bubbly, which is a which is a nice little treat. And of course, it's an opportunity for you to do some intention setting for the year ahead, to meet some like-minded people in an uplifting, inspiring environment. Um, and it's a way that we can resource ourselves, or at least that's my intention for, for the attendees coming along on the night. So back to this week's episode, um, Escaping the Rat Race. I hope those few themes that I've shared with you have at least stirred your thinking a little, you know, the importance of fueling your soul, the giving yourself permission to dream again and to think about what's possible for you. Sometimes it's about creating a bit of wiggle room or a bit of space for us so we can lean into something new and lean out of something that we don't want anymore, that whole concept of contrast. A few other words that begin with the letter C, of course, are relevant here as well, that it's very difficult to move forward if we're stuck in a place of cynicism. How can I replace cynicism with uh, curiosity? That's something that I often encourage my clients to do. And then, as I said, about fueling the soul, but also knowing that change is usually about evolution, progression in a, in a new direction, uh, as opposed to, to revolution, because we do have to you know, continue to deal with the with the daily commitments and responsibilities that we have in our lives. So I hope you found this week's episode of uh, benefit. As ever, thank you for tuning in. We're approaching the 5,000 download mark, which is a really exciting milestone for me to have with this podcast. Um, I'm also doing some current research around interviewing other people on this podcast as well and that's something that I hope to be hope to be getting off the ground in the next few weeks so you won't just have my voice to listen to but I'm hoping to have some conversations where those conversations will um, will be more than just one plus one equals two but there'll be great synergy and um, and and insights and distinctions that come out of it so stay tuned for that so thanks again for tuning in and until next time